Hello, and welcome to another episode of Virtual Legality. I'm your host, Richard Ho, managing member of the Hoaglaw Business Law Firm of Northville, Michigan. And today we have a surprise episode for you all here in Virtual Legality because Microsoft has done the unthinkable as of just a little bit more than an hour ago. If you aren't familiar with this, if you haven't seen anything about this, I described it as follows on my Twitter. This is an absolute catastrophe for Microsoft. Hard to overstate this one. And I referenced Halo and Halo Infinite. Because if you haven't been following Microsoft's marketing or haven't been paying attention to the showcases that they have done, Halo Infinite was to be their primary launch title for their Xbox Series X, and now what we believe to know is the Xbox Series S Lockhart project, releasing some point this holiday season to go against the PlayStation 5 and to inaugurate in the next generation of consoles from the Microsoft side of things. During that showcase in late July, I explained in a video that you can see on your screen right now that Microsoft had completely screwed up a lot of their messaging. It was unclear what was going to be available on only the Xbox Series X, what was going to be also available on the Xbox One, what generations meant, what Game Pass meant across those generations, and most importantly, why somebody should invest in the Series X rather than buy an Xbox One or any other Microsoft product because they failed to show what kind of power the Series X could put up on the screen. They kept calling it the most powerful system of all time, and they focused people on waiting for the reveal of Halo Infinite, which wound up looking like what you see in the bottom right-hand side of your screen. Now, that actual image and that individual, that grunt uh, in Halo Infinite, wound up being a meme across uh, all of the internet, wound up being called Craig, I believe, in certain corners. Microsoft rolled with those punches, as you might expect, but deep down, you could tell that they were unhappy with the reveal and unhappy with the reaction to what they had put forth into the public eye, which leads us to today, at which point Chris Lee, the studio head, the guy in charge of Halo Infinite, who we also talked about in terms of messaging on that video and on another video that we'll also discuss right here, has said the following. Today, I want to share an important Halo Infinite development update with the community. We have made the difficult decision to shift our release to 2021 to ensure the team has adequate time to deliver a Halo game experience that meets our vision. That's only the first paragraph, but we already have thoughts, right? One thing that it is very notable here is that they were aimed firmly, as much as a phrase of a season can be firm, at holiday 2020. And you see no accompanying phrase to 2021. It isn't spring 2021. It isn't summer. It isn't a month. It sure as heck isn't a day. They are not binding themselves to really any launch period for this title in 2021. And part of that has to be because of how the visuals of this game were absolutely eviscerated by basically all corners of the internet, including, frankly, this channel. The second paragraph of their notice says the following, the decision to shift our release is the result of multiple factors that have contributed to development challenges, including the ongoing COVID-related impacts affecting us all this year. Now understand the background of this particular project. Halo Infinite has been on the burner at 343 Industries, a subsidiary of Microsoft, for a number of years. Halo 5 came out years ago. We've heard rumors, we've heard innuendo about development challenges, and certainly every 
piece of pop culture, but certainly video game companies have had their difficulties getting things done here in 2020. And Halo Infinite looks, after that showcase, to have been a bit further out from finalization, from going gold, from being released to the public than other games that have released during this period, like Last of Us Part Two, Ghost of Tsushima, uh, the Avengers beta seems like whether or not you like that game, it's going to be finished by the time it comes out next month. And while we don't know much about Cyberpunk at this point, it's going to be done somewhere close to their current release date of November of 2020. Can't guarantee it'll come out this year, but it'll be close to that. Here we've got a release date that was going to come out at launch of this system and is now just going wherever in 2021. And the marketing that Xbox used for this entire thing was entirely premised on the greatness of having a Halo available at launch for the Series X. And we'll see that in some of the marketing we also look at. I want to acknowledge the hard work from our team at 343 Industries who have remained committed to making a great game and finding solutions to development challenges. However, it is not sustainable for the well-being of our team or the overall success of the game to ship it this holiday. Now, there's a couple things I want to say here. One, we've talked in this space, in virtual legality, about how important it is to avoid crunch, how good management practices can get you out of crunch, how the game industry in general has to mature on these scores, and that all the articles and commentary you see about how unsustainable game development practices are that rely on this crunch period, they're all accurate. They're all true. But we also said something else, that regardless of how you feel about that prior statement, that crunch is bad, people need to live sustainable lives, etc., that well-being, that making sure people are healthy and safe and happy is a crutch that management and poor management specifically will now use in virtually every press release to explain a delay. Hey, we could have made them crunch, but we know you don't want to. So we're just going to delay it out to whenever. And while that might be the case, it's more evocative in my reading as I look at something like this of a company 343 Industries in particular, but Microsoft also, who's in charge of that subsidiary, completely dropping the ball on what was the major crown jewel of their launch of a major piece of hardware that that has gone through millions and millions of dollars of research and development that has been on a long-term flight path to release this holiday season over the course of many E3s and other digital direct Xbox showcases. And now the main thing that would even remotely sell that box is now being delayed. That's got a heads will roll kind of signposting all over it. Maybe it'll happen quietly. Maybe it'll happen loudly. But people will be fired over this kind of thing. Halo Infinite was the design around which the Series X was to be marketed, which we will also see in some of the other pieces of material. We know this will be disappointing to many of you, and we all share in that sentiment. The passion and support the community has shown over the years has been incredible and inspiring. We wanted nothing more than to play our game with the community this holiday. The extra time will let us finish the critical work necessary to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever at the quality we know our fans expect. Thank you for your support and understanding. I have no doubt that plenty of people are going to be disappointed about this. I was very excited for this reveal when they put the little animated launch box up just before the showcase. I thought, oh, they're really going to hit this one out of the park. And I was very saddened internally to not be as excited as I wanted to be when they made that reveal in late July. So there are plenty of people that are disappointed both then and now. Certainly plenty of people disappointed both in public relations and marketing and the boardrooms of Microsoft and Microsoft's Xbox gaming division. But I think at the end of the day, this was probably a necessary step 
And it's a catastrophe for Microsoft, but I am glad to see them not just drive that car right off the cliff and release it anyway, hell or high water, because they needed a Halo game at launch, which in all honesty, 2013 version of Microsoft probably would have done. Screw it. Just release the thing. We need Halo at launch. That's what we've been marketing off of. If you don't believe me that they've been marketing off of it, you can go look at the Xbox Newswire website. And I'm very thankful that they put all of their press releases basically in chronological order so that you can check on all these things. Sony really doesn't do the same thing. And you can see all the references to how they were planning on selling the Series X. This is as of June. So just a couple of months ago, Xbox Series X is now in the hands of our 15 Xbox Game Studios teams and the biggest names from our network of game development and publishing studios worldwide, ensuring Xbox Series X will power a new generation of blockbuster games like Halo Infinite. No other references, Halo Infinite. And you see that throughout this entire press release. You see references, all of our exclusive Xbox Game Studios titles that are optimized for Xbox Series X, including Halo Infinite are committed to using smart delivery too. You sell your smart delivery process on Halo Infinite. You sell the power of your system on Halo Infinite. We can't wait to show you more Halo Infinite in July. Xbox Series X and Game Pass, more than 100 games led by Halo Infinite. This was their marketing. This was the way they were selling the entirety of their ecosystem. It cannot be overstated how important this delay is to the Microsoft marketing plan in the year 2020. And if you're familiar with virtual legality, you know we don't hyperbolize in this space. If you're new here, we aren't trying to get you all riled up. We aren't saying every single story that you might see pass by you on IGN or Kotaku or wherever you read is as important as those outlets might otherwise suggest. This is one of those times where this is a very significant moment. It's a very significant decision by Microsoft and a very significant mismanagement of what their product is to be and how they're going to even sell this thing. We saw in July, July 16th, one week before this showcase, Master Chief is at the top of the Future of Gaming blog post from Phil Spencer, the head of Xbox. You see references to Halo throughout this thing, just like you saw in their overall description of the Series X, and you see at the end of this we hope you'll join us next week for that showcase for the first look at the Halo Infinite campaign. Oh, and more. Yeah, we've got a whole showcase, but we want you to see that Halo Infinite campaign. And then the internet laughed. And more to the point, as we said in a video that followed up that one, Microsoft saw that the internet laughed. And they changed their marketing and messaging almost immediately. It might have been at this point, this video came out, I believe, on the Monday after that showcase, where Microsoft decided, or at least metabolized the possibility, that Halo Infinite would not be launching with their Series X product. You see a couple of the headlines up here, but you wind up seeing Phil Spencer and Xbox and Xbox's representatives go out and say, well, it's not about power in the Series X. It's really about the Game Pass and how great that is. We're no longer defined by technology. It's not that important. And a lot of people came into the comments to my videos, came into my social media and said, you're reading that wrong, Rick. And I understand how Microsoft means for this to be read. We don't care about technology because it's the design that will now flourish because we are not limited by technology because our box is so powerful. But instead, their actual messaging after that showcase through Monday and beyond, and certainly now today, has been to say, well, you want this Xbox because it's a great entry point into our ecosystem. Look at all these backward compatible titles 
you can play on our new Xbox Series X. Hey, you can play Netflix on our Xbox Series X. You got all of this stuff that we're going to give you. This is a box you want under your TV. But no, we're not really going to have any games to show you until 2021 at the earliest. And we can't even put a month on that, let alone a season. And usually my kind of back of the envelope thinking on date being quoted in these various trailers and for video games in general is to add one to whatever kind of granular detail they are willing to give you. Now that probably doesn't apply here where you've already got a delay. But ordinarily, if somebody were to just announce that the game's coming out in 2021, I would read that as 2022. If they were to say spring of 2021, I would assume it's fall of 2021. If they say a date, I assume it's the next month. And you start to get used to the cadence of these video game kind of dates being realized. The fact that they aren't willing to put a specific date on their release or even a month or season is suggestive of a game that has been reviewed internally by Microsoft and not only found wanting, but found so wanting that they feel that it would do damage to the brand of Halo as well as damage to the Xbox brand on the whole were they to release it at launch of the Series X. So don't be snowed by this language about well-being. I'm very happy that the people at 343 Industries don't have to crunch or shouldn't have to crunch after a statement like this is probably more accurate. They probably will still crunch. That they are being treated for their well-being and that all the right noises are being made by the Microsofts and the studio heads of the world. But make no mistake, if they could crunch this bad boy and get it out by launch, it is so important to Microsoft that they would be doing that. They have decided that it doesn't come anywhere near the ballpark of being ready to launch this holiday season. And you might ask yourselves, Rick, hey, if Halo Infinite isn't launching and COVID-19 is out there and everybody's dealing with all this stuff, you've had videos in the past that talk about the manufacturing difficulties of releasing a next generation system here in 2020 with all of that happening. Maybe they're just going to delay the Series X to whenever Halo Infinite would release. And I thought, hey, maybe, maybe that is what's going to happen. But Microsoft, knowing that you would think that, actually went out with a press release at virtually the same time as this announcement to say the following. Xbox Series X launches this November with thousands of games spanning four generations. Today, we announced updates to Halo Infinite's launch timing. You got to love corporate speak, right? I know if you're following virtual reality, you do love some of this speak already and you like interpreting it, but you have to admit that delaying your most ambitious title, your title that is slated for launch, the title that all of your marketing revolves around, delaying it and describing that delay as, we announced an update to its release timing, is funny, right? Corporate speak is funny. Our vision at Xbox and 343 Industries has always been to deliver the most ambitious Halo game ever for our fans while also balancing the team's well-being. Again, you see, they're trying to use the cover, right? Nobody's vision for a creative product necessarily has much to do with how the studio operates. We want everybody to have well-being. We don't want anybody to be beaten to death. We don't want anybody chained to their desk. But it's not really your vision for Halo that your team's well-being comes into it for a press release like this, except that you know it's very difficult to argue against a delay when you say, well, we're just doing it so that we don't have to put our people through crunch. It is very difficult, but it doesn't mean we have to believe you. And certainly when the announcement comes out that 343 is doing some kind of crunch just before Halo Infinite's release, you say, hey, why, Microsoft? I thought you were worried about your team's well-being. To do that, we will need some more time to finish the critical work necessary to launch Halo Infinite, which will come in 2021. Nope, nope, we're not giving you any more. It's 2021, sometime during then. We have no idea how long it will take. We have plenty to keep you busy until Chief arrives. 
There will be thousands of games to play, spanning four generations. Uh Uh-oh. When Xbox Series X launches globally this November, which I believe is a new time frame. I believe it's only ever been holiday. Maybe somebody can come into my comments and correct me on that. I think this November date is news, that it was only ever going to be holiday, and now it's November. I think we all basically assumed, at least I did, that both the PlayStation 5 and the Series X would be coming out sometime mid-November. That's pretty normal for a console launch. You catch that Christmas money, hopefully, who knows, in 2020, right? But now they have admitted they're going to launch globally this November. The Halo Infinite delay isn't going to change that. Forget the fact we don't have anything to launch it with. We have thousands of games to play from our old Xboxes. Get excite. And over 100 optimized Xbox Series X titles this year. But wait, we might be fibbing a little bit on that number too. You might read that and say, well, those are new Xbox Series X titles. Eh, not so much. We go and we actually look at the list. More than 50 new games are planned for this year. New games, the things that are brand new to you as a video game player. Valhalla, Dirt 5, Gears Tactics, Yakuza Like a Dragon, Watch Dogs Legion. Okay, and then more than 40 popular games newly optimized to take full advantage of Series X, like Destiny 2, Gears 5, Madden NFL 21. Okay, so you've got maybe some new games that are optimized, maybe some old games that are optimized, nothing that really actually looks like an Xbox Series X game or that was built from the ground up solely to take advantage of the Series X. So why, why would I buy this from you right now? How, how are you selling this to me instead of your Xbox One? Now you had that problem anyway, because Halo Infinite was going to be a cross-generation title, but now you don't really have anything that you can sell to us for the Series X that we don't have to take your word for it on, right? Okay, maybe Valhalla looks better on the Series X, but it'll be by accident. It'll be because you have more GPUs to throw at the thing, and so Valhalla just happens to look a little bit better. Now, that's great. I'm looking forward to some of those kind of uh, uh, interregnum uh, intermediary updates to these types of games. Hey, great. It looks a little bit better because there's just more horses under the hood, but that isn't exactly why you buy a next-generation system. And I think Sony has a very similar issue here. I don't think that the launch of this next generation here in 2020 is... Everybody on deck, all sides are ready for this thing. I don't think that's the case. And that might be related to COVID. It might not be. But either way, Microsoft and Sony are both in the same basket here. It's just that Microsoft just delayed the only game that they have. Yes, they have all these other games that are kind of third party and that are interesting. Watch Dogs will be fun. Assassin's Creed Valhalla will be fun. But then you start to bring up Dirt 5. Okay, Gears Tactics is on everything already. You can play it on your PC. It is what it is. And so now we've got a situation where you don't have anything to sell and no, you can't even reference Halo Infinite. So you've got all of these statements, all these paragraphs that talk about why you shouldn't need to care about Halo Infinite. Hey, we still have all this stuff. We still have all this backwards compatibility. We still have a game pass for you. Get a Series X, but just don't expect it to look like anything that we told you it would look like or like the most powerful system in the history of the world. And just forget every other time that we referenced Halo Infinite and every other time that we put Master Chief's picture at the top of one of our blog posts. That was all unimportant and you don't need to worry about it. So here we are on August 11th, 2020 with Microsoft preparing to launch a system on the premise that what you really wanted to play were the games that you already owned on the Xbox One, the 360 and the original recipe Xbox and maybe purchase a Game Pass to give them $15 a month in order to access those games that you could otherwise play on the Xbox One. I don't know about you, but this sounds to me like it's a pretty terrible sales pitch and a total and absolute catastrophe.
for Microsoft. This has been a special bonus episode of Virtual Legality today. If you like this, please like, subscribe, share. We are talking about these kinds of things all the time. Our most recent video was about electronic arts having a shareholder mutiny, a very rare shareholder vote in which a majority of their shareholders actually said, no, the way you pay your executives is wrong and it needs to be rethought. And also we want more rights and powers to make our own decisions outside of management at the electronic arts overall board and management level. And that's a big, big story. We've also talked about WB Games, whether it'll be sold, whether it won't be. And of course, Dr. Disrespect's ongoing, very, very quiet saga with Twitch. So if any of those sound interesting to you, tell people that we're here. We love having those conversations with new folks in the comments to our videos and elsewhere on my social media. Please do tell folks we love having them. If you caught this on YouTube, thank you so much for watching. And if you listen to this as a podcast, thank you so much for listening. And I will catch you on the very next episode of Virtual Legality. Virtual Legality is a YouTube video series with audio podcast versions presented as commentary and for education and entertainment purposes only. It does not constitute legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. If you have legal questions about the topics discussed, please consult your own legal counsel.